This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com slash idle thumbs and enter the offer code thumbs at checkout. A better web starts with your website, Christopher Scout and Remo. Wow, mine? That says Christopher Scout and Remo. They really did their research. They know your <laughs> middle name. <laughs> Danielle, what's your middle name? Rose. 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 Yeah. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, Danielle Rose. Very nice. Thank you. Hmm. Hmm. Very charming. The rare Danielle Thank Rose. Thank you very much. Grows on the west-facing slopes of the uh, Urals. I don't know. <laughs> the Urals is rather far away from the Appalachian you know, Trail. Rando, that's Russian, right? Let's yeah. do this. Close enough. It's. <laughs> it is. God damn it! I got to do the Jake and look at my phone. <laughs> I see why. I see why he has to look at the calendar because you don't know what's two days from now. Nobody does. Oh wait, the calendar does. It's June twenty-fifth. <clears throat> four days past the summer solstice how was your solstice I, it was amazing yeah yeah i uh did you I stay did up all night and i did some man? witchcraft i really? uh, you know i danced around as like a nymph like a wood nymph mm. wow yeah <laughs> pretty good that's stuff. an appropriate time to have a middle name of rose i think it is that, you know summer solstice yeah it's a very you know very pastoral kind mm-hmm. of name you know bucolic yeah, bucolic that's bucolic a sounds word. like a thing kids get I know it sounds because colic. Yeah. Oh, Colicky. and calls it bubonic. It just sounds gross, actually. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of sad because it means such a nice, wonderful thing, and yeah. it's you know a gross word. Ugh. Bucolic. Bucolic. Just saying it, you know. I know. It makes makes making me feel bucolic. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Hey, is it? It is June twenty fifth. What? How does it go? Twenty fourteen. <laughs> <2014. laughs> June 25th, 2014. This is Idle Thumbs 164. I'm Chris Remo. I'm Sean Vanneman. And I'm Danielle Riendo. Welcome to this podcast. Jake Rodkin is on assignment in Whitefish, Montana. Whoa. That's true. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a really bucolic place, as a matter of fact. I kind of want to tell a story about the way Jake and I's relationship <laughs> works sure. for a second. Yeah, go ahead. Please and do. Jake, I mean this, you're not going to listen to the podcast, but I mean this in the spirit which is intended, which is I love you. Jake said, hey man, I'm thinking about like taking a week, like a week off work from home, like in the uh, end of June. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude, I don't fucking care. Whatever, man. And then <laughs> he's on, like, I get a message and he's like, like, you were like, oh, he's going to Montana. And I was like, when is he doing that? Okay, whatever. That was, like, said. And then I get a text message from Montana. And I'm like, you're in Montana? <laughs> he's like, 
Yeah, I'm like, what happened to work from home? And he's like, oh, they were cheap flights. <laughs> okay, you're traveling? Good. Uh, all right. Good. So, like, he's been super, uh, like, all about updating the team chat with photos of the Rocky Mountains right. and nature yeah, I was and stuff because i think he feels bad that i was like you douche you're leaving <laughs> is it for yeah. research purposes no i think not really it was like sort of a, side benefits oh, yeah nice. enough that. reasons yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. he's hiking around looking at like watchtowers like and stuff. he nice. sent he sent a really informative video showing the distance between a watchtower and an outhouse oh. which is ridiculously applicable to our game because yeah. that's really as we were trying to figure out where to put the outhouse for a while there jane's gonna have to put an outhouse somewhere i already have one in there well i know but she's gonna have to make a final determination about and now it's gonna be in the proper you know, her, in, her initial instincts were good. It was pretty much spot on. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Like a pretty. generator thing. Like oh, a little accoutrement. You know. So, yeah. You got to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So. 100% realism. <laughs> if you see Jake Rodkin uh, futzing about in Whitefish, in Whitefish. Montana, <laughs> that's actually him. Go <laughs> say hi. And he'll it's be not really not awkward, I promise. Yeah. That'll be cool. Whitefish. That's, that's the name of the town itself? Whitefish? Mm-hmm. I believe it's near Kalispell, near Glacier National Park. There's yeah. a lot of grizzly bears in Glacier, mm. Glacier National Park. God. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of national parks in that region of America. I took mm-hmm. a cross-country road trip one year, oh, cool. like five years ago, right before I started working at the ACLU, and we spent a lot of time in Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, mm-hmm. Montana. Nice. God's really, really pretty country. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not as pretty as space, though, is it, Chris? Oh, space is is quite pretty. I, uh, I after my <laughs> that's, that's a that's a segue. Yeah, it, no, that, that was, was good. That's fine. Was good. <laughs> I mean, it's as they go. Um, <laughs> after my, like, yeah, I felt <laughs> I felt like an idiot after my last what three weeks of kind of <laughs> banging my head against Star Citizen, trying to one like understand what it actually is in a in a full sense, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like when I learned about Star Citizen initially, it's like, oh, it's a space combat game. It's like Wing Commander from the guy who made Wing Commander. Okay, cool. Like, that's great. I like that. Um, and then the more I learned about it, the more I realized I didn't know about what Star Citizen was. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've, I've gone through, I went like, my, my under, or like perceived understanding of Star Citizen started high and then took a huge dip and I'm climbing back up the other end of the curve thanks to like, pouring through their website and also reading like all the reader mail that has come in about it. And then like finally making it far enough in the game to just launch the mode that I bought (laughs) that I spent like $40 on. So, um, I played the dogfighting simulator, which completely undocumented as far as I can tell requires you to like put on a helmet that the first time I, a couple times I launched it up, I didn't even notice. So you put the helmet on and then you have to go into one specific ship and only went in that ship with the helmet on as far, I think based on like some forum posts I found to this effect. Um, only in that situation does the like little in world UI pop up to launch the dogfighting module. So I can imagine most people probably just did that on accident because it's the ship that's closest to you when you launch the hangar and the helmet is close to you when you start. So I guess I'm either an idiot or I, or I just happen to walk the wrong way. I kind of like that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Because I'm thinking about like like your first day on any job. 
Right. Where there's like, uh, go in the dogfight simulator, just go fucking just, yeah, right. just, just go, get, just get go your hours, man. Just do get some revs. Do some revs. You know, and you're like, whatever. in the hangar. You're like, like oh, should uh, I ask? Uh, should I go back to I should just, I don't want that to come across as stupid. the AI. Yeah. Uh, that's what it was like because i love it it's even closer to that than it would be in a normal video game because in this case it's this entire there's there is this entire community of people who know everything about it inside and out they know like the new module comes out they're like great good like look at all my ships like check the thing like see how this stacks up you know everything is like completely understood in the new guy yeah and i'm just like bumbling through like (laughs) no goddamn clue um no but i so i did Launch, get it launched, and yeah, fly around. It's fighting. fucking beautiful. I mean, it's a resource hog for sure. Um, like this game uses a lot of RAM, I've noticed, and so I, I I'm going to upgrade just the amount of RAM I have, which is fine. That's the, the cheap, a really cheap upgrade. But um, and also it's unoptimized. I would imagine this is their like alpha. It's an alpha phase, completely unoptimized thing. But it is they weird. Sell RAM. They sell everything else. <laughs> yeah, I know it's true. <laughs> God, I launched it right from their interface. <laughs> By the way, like yeah. Speaking of selling things, so sorry, I haven't talked about the game yet, but whatever. Uh, there's more non-game to this game than there is game. That's right why now, I like so, it. I think it's great. So I'm fine kind of to talk about more non-game. Yeah. So I so I launched the like, you know, patcher launcher thing, the little, you know, in between widget that you use to launch the game, and it downloads patches and like gives you has a little news feed of latest things and there's like new zion or something ship release and i click on it and it's like hey star citizens like here's the newest ship from robert space industries and they have like a little in in browser like um webgl widget where you can like rotate this new crazy looking alien ship around and like go into the cockpit and stuff just in your web browser and there's a buy link and it's 150 (laughs) dollars And it's like, it's crazy um, because they, it's only on sale until this Friday. Mm-hmm. So they have scarce, they have the illusion of scarcity built in. It's a crazy looking alien ship that doesn't look like any of the other ones. So it feels like a new special thing. Right. And then they have, they have a YouTube video of like, you know, game concept sh- stuff showing it in action and like with dramatic camera and zooming around, you know, which they're really good at doing. <laughs> and, and the comments on the in response to this video, we're like, oh my God, look how fast that ship is. Like, did you up the max speed variable, like for the game, like to allow for this? Oh, I can't wait to get my hands on this. And it's like, <laughs> they just, dis- if that's true, like if those commenters are, are, are accurate, and I don't know if they are or not, but if that's the case, all that means is they just decided this ship should be faster than the other ones that are out. But that it creates, because yeah, they've I'm so successfully, so jealous of you because they've so su- successfully yeah. pitched this as like a real universe that has rules and like different manufacturers and a society and an economy, because they've created that, that like, because they've suspended disbelief to that degree in their community, they can do things like just say, uh, top speed's now 150 instead of 100, and this is the only ship that does that. And and people are like, oh my god, it's an engineering <laughs> the miracle. The world has changed. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure most people, I'm sure most of the actual fans here are aware of what's right. like. I don't mean like, to suggest like, these people the, are like living in a delirium yeah. universe. Your uh, disbelief suspended is, you know, yeah, it's exactly. like you're, you're complicit yeah, yeah, yeah. in the entire yeah, yeah. thing. Well, because the, the, the top, the top comment yeah. on it was like, I've spent forty thousand euros on Star Citizen. Oh no, 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 well spent. Yeah. Well spent. 40,000 yes. euros? That was like the top comment. 
It's like what dick shy of sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. And then he was one of the. He was also one of those assholes. You see these people. On, <laughs> well, no, let's no, not no, no, disparage. Uh uh-uh. uh. No 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 no. Let me finish. Star my, King. No. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish my sentence. Star President. You see people. You see people like this in comment threads sometimes, right? And he's uh-huh. like, "I've spent forty thousand euros on this. Well spent." Get over yourselves. $150 is like an inexpensive dinner for two people. What's the big deal? It's one of those people, right? Who just happens to be lucky. Sounds privileged. Sounds sounds like a real mensch. Sounds like a real mensch. And, and you know, like... $150 is only like, you know, 30 dinners for a poor person. Yeah, Basically. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what you're saying when you make a comment like that. Um, Oh, God. It's like a month of eating. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. That's a grocery bill for a month. But like... Um, but, uh, anyway, so, so that, like, again, even before I get into the game, I'm confronted with this, like, another tableau, layer, yeah. right? Like, That's, it's just, oh my un- God. it's just constant. Um, also a thing I learned from that little news feed was that they've recent, the guy they recently hired to oversee the persistent universe section of the game is the former origin is a former origin online or origin, not origin, online, origin systems employee from the nineties. Who is the guy who made the Crusader games? Oh wow! Do you guys remember those Crusader No Remorse and Crusader No Regret? Really vaguely, not yeah. There were these like isometric well, but... shoot 'em ups. Yeah, they were they were like these crazy like violent shooters. Um, they were fun. Like it was just such a weird pull, like weird memory thing. That's like what yes. the hell? And the Super the vague. fictional, um, so the arena commander. The arena commander is the name of this like dog fighting um simulation model that they released and it looks exactly like the wing commander logo but with arena instead of wing yeah and, not exactly but very 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 evocative of it and then it's developed by a fictional company called original systems <laughs> um you know an origin was obviously the origin systems was obviously the the studio that made the original wing commander so like the, the and then they hire this guy who, from Origin who worked on like Ultima Seven and and I think Ultima Underworld and then was the lead programmer and lead designer of the Crusader games. Like this whole everything about Star Citizen <laughs> so is fascinating. Much everything about here, it yeah. is fascinating. <laughs> and so anyway, eventually I get into the actual dogfighting part, and it's it's crazy. It's kind of a crazy feeling actually to play a game like this that is just a PC game that is pulling out all the stops in this kind of way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because there there are like yeah. big AAA games about like running around on the ground and like having a gun and or jumping into a vehicle or something. But those are those are those all feel like the same type of technical exploration. Right. There's you know? an upper. Yeah, sure. There's a ceiling on whatever the vehicles are going to do because it's modular to whatever the thing is. Like, yeah. Even and the like, vehicles in Battlefield are really impressive. But it's not like this insane deep dive. Yeah. And, yeah. and even more so on foot, right? Like you right. understand the parameters of what right. that's going to be. Like whether or not. I, oh, I can run a little further with a different button or there's an yeah, energy yeah. system. Or and whatever. graphically, yeah. like, you know, graphically, it's like what it's going to be most of the time. Yeah. You know, like every once in a while, there's kind of a watershed moment like crisis or something where you're like, whoa, this is ambition on a different scale, you know, in, for this genre. But for the most part, you know, um, it's it's rare that like a first person on foot game is going to just like completely be astonishing visually. And this game is not that. It's not redefining anything, but it's just in a totally different category of visuals than yeah. most AAA current games are. 
not that there aren't space games or anything, and not that there haven't been PC space games in the in the past, and not that there aren't AAA PC games. This is just a category that hasn't been represented in a while, and it was crazy to boot it up and be like, oh yeah, this is what a modern space, like cockpit-driven space game is in 2014 when targeting gaming PCs. You just haven't, you just haven't played that in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, Jake's always, I wish Jake were here actually, because he's always, um, no offense, Junior Mints. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. I'm also sorry, glad, I'm not Jake. Also glad you are There's here. a spot for a fourth microphone. Yeah, there there, is we definitely do have, a Jake's, we do, Jake's absence. We do have four, we do have four microphones. Yes. So I, was, I did not mean to imply right. wishing for your absence. Um, <laughs> but but one of the things Jake's, Jake often talks about when he's talking about modern Nintendo games is this notion of like, if you showed this to me. When I was 10. When I was 10, I like exploded. modern Mario Kart or a modern Mario game yeah. or something like that. Like and just said, this is what the future of games would be. I would have believed you and also gone insane, right? Right. Like, at the same <laughs> time, it's it's familiar but fantastic. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's what this is like when I think back to oh, playing nice. yeah. Wing Commander and Tie Fighter and all these games that, like, I I grew up playing adv- um, basically three kinds of games: adventure games like LucasArts and Sierra games, um, strategy games like um, SimCity, Civilization, Warcraft, games like that, yeah, and space combat games like tie fighter x-wing wing commander those those were i mean well, other, on pc that's sort of all the genres at that that's well there, there were shooters there were shooters which i was things. which yes. i didn't shooters yeah. i didn't get into until like the late 90s right um there were other things but those they're all versions but of, those were yeah, big but yeah, those yeah. were like pretty big and also pretty specific to pc mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like um there were platformers on the pc but they were marginal you know jazz jackrabbit and shit like that right like not not as cool as they were on consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, but those were like big PC genres. And those I was like heavily steeped in, in the early nineties. And, and at this point I'm enough of a like shitty jaded adult. Who's also a game <laughs> developer to not ever really be just like completely floored by, by what, you know, a game looks like on a, in just a technical sense. But if I showed star citizen to my eight year old self, I would have completely fucking exploded because it's complete <laughs> because it is completely comprehensible to me on a gameplay level in the way those games were. Like you open up the key bindings and it's like yes, like F one, F two, F three, F four, like power shields, weapons, or like you know, like R hit T T like to cycle through targets. Like you see them represented in your little like HUD thing. You have your map that you that you like. Mouse, 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 because I always used a mouse instead of a instead of a joystick. Like nice, they're like yeah. pawing at the mouse pad with the mouse to like get more distance um, until I get my guy in view. Like weapons overheating, let him cool down. Like all of these, all of these, uh, and like throttle up down afterburner, like cut throttle, you know, uh, boost, like all this shit, just all these things that as like a, a, that were not on the order of a serious flight sim, but definitely enough additional complexity past like a platformer or a Wolfenstein or something that as a kid makes you feel awesome, you know, like enough, Mm -hmm. it's like that middle ground that like at that age was rad. And and I'm playing this. I'm like this, Jesus, I, (laughs) I could have just sat down at this at age eight and been totally awesome at it. And thought it was the most mind-blowing thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I don't mind that it feels so similar to those games because it just <clears> hasn't. There, ha- there have been flights, uh, um, space combat games since then. And I know there are other ones like Elite Dangerous that are 
that are being developed right now, but it just hasn't been, you know, there has, it's not been that highly represented really compared to basically every other genre, (laughs) every other like formerly commercially successful genre. Um, there's been no like renaissance, like there kind of has been with adventure games and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, but it doesn't, but it doesn't feel archaic in the way that some very traditional adventure games do because this genre doesn't feel like it, there's so much interaction in it that it, it feels like it's aged pretty gracefully. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like just Mm -hmm. in the, in the way you interact with it, it's like, yeah, this is like pretty meaty still. Like this is, this doesn't feel like out of date or, or stodgy like this. It's actually kind of refreshing because so many mm-hmm. modern action games are so much the opposite now right. sure. that this like yeah. old gameplay paradigm actually still feels really right. like novel. Um, so I'm just rambling. I'm sorry. No, but it's it was good. like, you know, what's funny because I was thinking about the eight year old Chris yeah. who's having his, his, his brain cleaved. <laughs> sure. And then I started thinking about this game as like, cause that kid exists right now. Totally. Who's finding these games. Yeah. Um, even though and that the kid cor- is bummed that he can only afford the- that is the, what I was going to say <laughs> yeah, is like, totally. it might not be like a valid, like line of <laughs> yeah. thought, but what do these economic models mean to a 10 year old? Right. Like how, cause I remember when I was, there's a really pissed 10 year old who can't convince his mom to get him the $150. Yeah. Age. Right. You know, like yeah. I remember when the iPod came out, I was in high school ish <clears throat> and, but I was young enough. I don't think I was driving. I what year did the iPod come out? Like 2001 or something? Oh, okay. Oh, maybe not yet. It was probably I thought it was the very end of the So I was like 14. Wrong, I don't even know. And I remember being like, fuck, I want this thing. Like, I wanted it so bad. It was 300 maybe, $400. And I was like, that's just a realm of money that I don't <laughs> yeah, know don't about or have. Yeah. <laughs> like, How to where, like, if I suggest the mere suggestion to one of my parents that I wanted this piece of hardware was like, not going to be met with a no. It was going to be met with a fence. I know. I know exactly that. You have no idea what that means. Like what, what would you like your mother and I to give up? Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) That sort of thing where it's like, you have like just, yep. You know, like leaving, it would, it's like leaving food in front of your grandparents who like went through the depression, that level of offense where it's like, what? I'm just not hungry. You know? But like that's gotta be two thousand one, by the way. Two thousand one. Sorry. So, yeah, okay, no, it's yeah. fine. I was of a real age I then. Was I was like wrong. sixteen. Um. Yeah. So the same. You know what I mean? It, totally. Yeah, and I, it's gotta be the same thing. Like, mom. Oh, absolutely. I want a, this ship. You don't understand. It's only available yeah. for two weeks. You, you it's don't the fastest yeah. one. <laughs> you don't understand. Like, oh, yeah. Because that mom's like forty-five. Yeah. So like, has no basis of like. Is just old enough to not even remember, like to not know anything about any of it. And yeah. now it's just, I need $150 for a fucking for a thing. Made up spaceship. Oh. In, in a game you already bought. In a game that doesn't exist yet. Oh, yeah, that's totally true. Yeah. In a game that you cannot play. Oh like, God. if you bought that ship today, you could do nothing with it. You, it would not be available in the right. dogfighting And you model. can't even, you know, like put it under your bed yeah. and, like, and like take it out and look <laughs> at it and kind of stroke it. Not you even, know, that yep, kind yeah. of thing. You can't even do that. Nothing. You can rotate around it. <laughs> in a little 3D viewer well, also sort oh, of that anyone else who doesn't own it could also do oh, on their man. website. Like, I remember, like, like, you you wanted certain things when you were that age, but, like, and they were around you, and they were, like, in the fact that they were, like, on TV and in magazines, right? But, like, this kid, this hypothetical 10-year-old who wants this $150 ship, is, like, a member, like, a communicative member of a community that can just spend the money, 
Like he's basically, you know what I mean? It's like yeah, he's hanging out. He's with all these people. elbow to elbow. This people guy are like, who's whatever. spending forty thousand so dollars. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that kid doesn't know what forty thousand dollars right. means. Yeah. Like that person exists to him inside of the two hundred people member. he knows yeah, yeah, yeah. inside this community yep, or totally. whatever. And that's got a really fucking just yeah mess twist your and- noodle, man. <laughs> like what <laughs> you just your concept of. Oh, like, because now it's like I spent 40,000 euros on this game five years from now. Kids like talking to his guidance counselor. Well, son, like, you know, college is only $50,000 a year. And he's like, OK, so that's like four star citizens. Not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it's just got to be so crazy with yeah. your, like how you perceive. Oh, we live in a weird time for that sort of economic perception anyway. Oh, absolutely. So it being able to be boiled down inside of star citizen because it is like. That is some 1920s Great Gatsby level of fucking <laughs> yeah. economic disparity. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Between yeah. the $30 it's entry pack that, and the 40,000 euro. That would be like the sort of. The... <laughs> sorry, I just hit my head because I realized. <laughs> I realized, sorry, if this guy spent 40,000 euros, then there's 40,000 euros worth of stuff to buy. Like that just yeah. finally hit me. <laughs> yeah, you know it, what I mean? Really... Well, they had a ship that it's I It's like think, finding somebody who spent a thousand dollars at McDonald's. You're like, they have... wow, that's. How did you do, wait a did second? Did you buy the store? <laughs> yeah, was there more <laughs> than one McDonald's? Is there <laughs> like, real estate? Did they have? Was, did they, did they have a burgers? franchise on sale? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you are you a franchise holder now? Um, yeah. Well, there was. I remember there was one package of something that went for ten thousand dollars just oh on my its God. own. But this is not. Sorry, I'm gonna like. I'm sure this is really boring to a lot of readers who have heard a a lot about Star Citizen because they've been listening from to the us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't been on the podcast in three weeks. So is there is that's not an auction system, right? No, that's literally sticker price. Yeah, I think you just buy it from the site. Wow, is this how they're funding? I'm the actually game? really jealous, not because they're making so much money, but because that must be really. It's such a fun playground to be like. What do you think we can charge ten grand? <laughs> <laughs> I would just like Somebody's to be in that meeting. Not for when the money shows up because they're already so fucking rich. They're so flush, yeah. You know what I mean? It's Now it's just sort of like, I think we could send, can we, can we sell the undercoating? Can we sell the undercoating? Ah, oh, we can sell the undercoating. <laughs> yeah. How about decals? It's decals? like a different specular map, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah, decals, God. If you could, yeah. if you could customize your ship with on like your, your call sign on the side of the ship. What do you mean if you could? You don't think that's like... <laughs> It's in the There's works. a whiteboard at all fucking Robert Space Industries, and at the top of it, some engineer is on that. Decals. Okay, so $10,000 was one of the Kickstarter tiers. I wonder if it was um, also offered after. Nice. In there, like, because they, they had, like, a slacker backer. That's their whole thing is yeah. that, right? I wonder, because, I mean. It's yeah. ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did they clear at Kickstarter? <sighs> Kickstarter was a few million. Okay. Yeah, 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 but, I mean, they're up to 40. It was, like, 10% of now. their of their. Less than ten percent of what they less than ten. Well, because they're still collecting, it's still yeah, going yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, and they're still charging one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for the special alien spaceship. Did you buy? You didn't buy the alien spaceship, did you? No, <laughs> I haven't spent any. You know what's weird? I I like, think you should buy one really expensive spaceship and you should just charge it to thumbs. Sign with me for research. <laughs> I think at this stage, if you keep, if you stick purposes. with this game, I think you you owe it to us for me do that because because <laughs> this is the thing. So I'm not like. I, I've just, I described like my kind of, you know, where my nostalgia for this stuff comes from and so on. But like, I'm also not one of the people who has been playing every, every one of these sort of sparse offerings in this genre that's come out over the last 15 right. years and like yeah. held on to hope that every new one of them is like the savior of the genre right. and like been disappointed time and time. Again. So when the I'm Kickstarter not, went up, you didn't run to the forums. Exactly. Like, Guys, finally. Right. Yeah. So, so when I launched the thing, for me, this is like equal parts, like, kind of 
nostalgia and like anticipation and just bemusement and befuddlement, <laughs> right? But like it's a pretty even mm-hmm. spread on that. Like I, when I loaded it up and I saw the alien thing, I had a brief moment of like, whoa, like, but then, <laughs> you know, but then I was like, but then the longer I spent, like, yes. I, the, it was like a peak and then a quick right. fall off. Right? right. And I'm like, okay, well, I did that very recently tag. with a real product. Like, yeah. you know, and I was at, you know, in Hayes Valley there, they have like the, like the big container ship. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The, um, Aether. Aether. Yeah. yeah. They have a motorcycle jacket in there. That's like, I don't know, like fourteen hundred dollars. Woof. Yeah, <laughs> I tried it on, and I was like, "Whoa, wow!" I like, "Whoa, whoa ugh, no, what am I doing? Hold on, I have, fu- I can't be in here." And I got mad at the guy. I was like, "Fuck you!" I don't even think. Like, wow, like you know, I'm like, yeah. "Ugh, yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah but yeah, I, it's yeah. the same thing. Where you're uh-huh. like, "There's totally. a brief moment." You're like, "I have this." <laughs> you know what I mean? You see yourself with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. oh, I own this for seven and a half seconds. Oh, what? No, I don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so, it's not you know, like it that went pretty quick and. S- but because I do, because I, even, even though I'm not as like, you know, I'm not a follower of this stuff really, like, I'm sure that most of the people who are at least started in the same place I did, right? Which was playing this stuff 20 years ago. Right. And yeah. like growing up with it or, or finding it, you know, at a time when they were like figuring out why games were cool, which was, you know, the case with me. And, uh, and so I can totally, like, I can totally understand where that impulse comes from, right? Because part of it is like, you want to own the thing because this whole thing is being created by people who are calibrated Mm -hmm. to understand the things that this community thinks are cool because they were also there to, or at least not all, I mean, most of these developers are just from wherever, but like, you know, key people involved were there from the beginning Mm -hmm. and I've been following this community. Um, and then also buying the stuff makes you feel like I am supporting this. Like yeah. Star Citizen is the most successful crowdfunded thing ever, basically. Uh, maybe there's a couple products on Kickstarter that are more so, but kicks like Star Citizen way up there in terms yeah, of most sure. successful crowdfunded anything, right? Top few. And I'm sure for a lot of these people supporting it is like this, this is fucking awesome. Like we're showing everybody mm-hmm. like this is the biggest, awesomest thing around and I'm contributing to that every time I buy another spaceship, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm sure that I like, I can understand feeling that's sort of wrapped into yeah. that as well. Yeah. They just basically have made a desire engine. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Totally. Where you're like, yeah, want, yeah. yeah, you want uh-huh. the whole time. And then loading oh. up the, loading up the, um, the dog fighting thing. It really gives you no sense of what the overall thing is going to be like, because like I, I barely, I, it was easy, right? Like I right. it killed like all this these... competent space combat. It's like yeah. well executed. I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. really get like the bots didn't really fire back on me that aggressively, and like it wasn't online. It's just against bots, and like you can only use the one ship, and there's none of the online stuff, and there's none of the integration persistent stuff. So it doesn't really tell you what the game's going to be like, but it's enough to load it up and be like it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's a real right. thing. <laughs> the line, like, if, like if the, real, yeah. the line from there to where you're imagining is. Suddenly shrunk. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> elastic. Um, so I don't know. It's a fascinating thing. I'm definitely going to follow it more closely than I did before. Um, I still, you know, I share Jake's um, kind of skepticism about how this stuff is going to be, is going to cohere into one yeah. complete right. product you know, after being developed at like eight different studios around the world and like all these different in modules. the secret bunker in Colorado. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, God, we should have Jake sent Jake to Colorado and had him. Oh yeah, investigate. Uh, but <laughs> but um, anyway, stars. I'll. Sh- I gotta shut up about Star Citizen. It's monopolizing our goddamn podcast. Sorry. 
It's, Your citizen this of the episode stars. is brought to you by Robert Space and his God only. God. <laughs> they can afford it. They make a custom, For 10% uh, off your fucking Raptor X alien craft. <laughs> oh, nice. You should get a custom car commercial or slash car slash spaceship Did you guys talk about those last week? I imagine. Yeah, we did. Yeah, 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 God. Yeah, yeah. We, we played snips from them on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Stuff. Yeah, God, incredible. Such good stuff. I know. Well, I played another puzzle platformer with an That's anthropomorphized animal. Animals? How are there more? Yeah, How there are there is even another. any of these left? Yeah, there is another. What and this it? one's actually... At this stage, you must be being sent them specifically. I think so. Oh, I think this, this is, is like beat. my new... This is your beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's my beat at Polygon, definitely. It's like, you know, oh, it's a, it's a cute platformer. There's God. an animal in it. Also, totally. before I forget, speaking of animal-related video games, <laughs> yes. I, on, I saw... A, <laughs> can't imagine sorry i just yeah. went like i, I, I went to the folding file to see what could be in there empty i know I'll go ahead that, that um i saw kara ellison posted an image of like an email she was sent that was like uh i in my list of video game in like this list of video game contacts i acquired you were listed as video game and swan journalist <laughs> And it's like the email is a, it's like about a story on swans and it's like we're trying to get this picked up in the paper and like if you don't have time could you please connect me with any other swan journalists who you may know from your community Oh wow like it's That's a incredible pitch about swan and she's like she has no clue She should take the story I know, Obviously. I know. Like, <laughs> it, it probably pays really well. Like, weird niche journalism, like, can, at least in the past, at least, you know, more than five years ago, it used to pay incredibly well. There was, like, a, a miniature goat breeding magazine. Like, I don't know where. It was in the southern sure. states, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it paid, like, really, really well. Like, a great rate per word, just because nobody, you know, you know, writes about swan that Swan journalists. But swans. I thought, (laughs) I thought this had to do something with the, this is where my brain goes. Uh, the service women's action network. It's basically like a, it's for, you know, women who are in the military or recently retired from the military. Service women's action network. (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, that's what I thought this is going to be, but no, 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 apparently not. This is about a bird though. Okay. This this game that I'm playing now or, or just finished. I think I'm, I have a couple more levels to go, but, Basically, it's it's called Munin, and it's it is what? about Munin, M-U-N-I-N. M- Munin. Munin. Munin is Odin's raven. This is a Norse mythology-based Okay. Uh, Where do these games come game. from? Okay, go ahead. I have no... It's it's Daedalic, and so it's, oh. you know... Wait, I, how do I know that name? What do they do? They do a lot of adventure games. Yes, adventure games. They've done... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. God, it, it's escaping they're me right now. They're a publisher, though, right? Not they a are a publisher. They're, yeah, yeah. they're a publisher. I believe they're, they're German. Um... And I've actually really enjoyed mm. the last few data like games I've played. You know, some fairly obscure adventure games, that sort of thing. Searching for Munin doesn't even... Oh, I see. Don't go to their website right now because it's down. Oh. It's a very pretty game. It's very sort of painterly. Developed by Gojira. Gojira, that's right. Mm-hmm. Those are the folks who actually made it. And I have no idea where they are or what else they've done, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. Um, but it's, it's a very, very pretty 2D game. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. The backgrounds are almost, uh, impressionistic. Oh, like, wow, like yeah. it's it has very, like, very it, pretty. It has a little, um, like it kind of, I mean, I'm looking at a screenshot. So yeah, yeah, it is a little fine. broken AG sort of like very like watercolor. A tiny bit. Yeah. It's yeah. very watercolor, like impressionist. And actually the background, I don't know if you can like check out a video or, or a GIF slash GIF. I don't know how we pronounce it's a it. GIF on Idle Thumbs. GIF. Uh, oh, it, it actually you know, pulses a little bit. Please don't. Oh, Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> Just don't send us any fucking tweets about it. We know what you're going to say already. Sorry, go ahead, then. Unless right, it's no really problem. Problem. Unless it's a great tweet, yeah. yeah. 
uh, basically, it, it, the light actually pulses a little bit, so mm-hmm. it has this this really nice, very painterly sort of aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. And you are Munin, who is Odin's raven, who has been turned uh-huh. into a person Oops. by Loki. I was going to say, this Munin looks like a person. He's he's He looks like a little bit of a raven person. He has kind of a weird-looking face, but the otherwise he, he moves very... Yeah, he's very crow-like. In fact, he Brandon looks very Lee. much like... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Sorry>. Brandon Lee. <laughs> like, the crow, 1995. That's kind of... He has the makeup and everything. That's the first thing I thought. Um, cool thing about the game, it's a puzzle platformer. It's much more puzzle than platformer. It you looks can, like... The movement looks really kind of floaty and it's not very floaty. Yeah, yeah, it kind of sucks a little bit, actually. Yeah. Uh, but what you do is primarily you're rotating sections of the screen so that you can actually navigate mm. to them, which is oh, actually yeah, very yeah, yeah. cool. Okay. And uh, there's actually a lot of variety in the game, which I dig. So there are nine worlds, and each one has sort of a different mechanic. Um, you know, you you learn the very basic movement of, you know, just twisting the parts of the world to, to make a path and, you mm-hmm. know, twisting them back to get to the other this areas kind of you like need to get to. This like a 2D version of, of um, I mean, obviously this is way oversimplification, but it kind of reminds me of uh, Monument Valley. A little bit, but, yeah. But in 2D. Yeah, totally. It's, it's a lot like that. you're constantly rotating that level, levels when I came around. Yeah, it's a or lot like parts like of levels. Which is what makes it little tiny Fez portions. Or something. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's little tiny portions of the screen, and you can never actually rotate what you're on at the moment, which mm-hmm. makes things much more difficult. Yeah, but and, it makes and sense. in a good way. You yeah. know, you mm-hmm. have to kind of always be thinking two, three, four moves ahead, basically. Yeah. For every move you make, um, and each world has a unique mechanic. There's a world where you're manipulating lava. There's a world where you're manipulating these giant sort of like ball things, like like Indiana Jones style Raiders of the Lost Ark, like a giant ball that will you know. Yeah. Give weight to certain areas and, and not other areas. I'm looking at that right It's now. really, really good. Really, really well designed. It's really smart. It's a little janky, definitely. Like, the controls sure. aren't quite all there. And the physics are a little weird mm-hmm. at times. I was definitely stuck on one puzzle for, like, 45 minutes on Saturday night because the ball wouldn't properly um, fall where I wanted it to. <laughs> it was one of those yeah, moments, know, you know. Yeah. But um, overall, I'm really, really enjoying it. Cool. Yeah. And it's very, like, so this is definitely another puzzle platformer starring an animal, but this has a much more somber tone and a serious tone. Yeah, it's no scapegoat, too. Yeah, it's not a scapegoat. It's not a full no bore. No full bore, yeah. <laughs> no more wake up sheeple. How long do you think you can keep this up? I I hope as long as possible, because I've actually really liked all these games. <laughs> They've been really good and are really well designed. Mo- are there additional entries in this genre that you have not yet played that you're I, aware of that I'm are relatively sure. current? Oh, man. I Oh, God. Please send more suggestions <laughs> to questions at thumbs.net Yes. So Danielle can continue this weird. I want to play all of this them. bizarre trend. I want to play all of them, especially if they're good. Like all of these have been kind of awesome puzzle yeah, games. Sure, they're yeah. quite smart. So uh-huh, yeah. like, I, I want all of them. Also, it's the other ones were kind of cute. And this one's you know a little more serious, but it's mm-hmm. still there's a cuteness to it. It looks. You it know, looks like the yeah the the backgrounds look more appealing to, it, to me maybe. than, the, than yeah. the other stuff. But yeah. Yeah, there, it, there's a bit of a whimsy to it. You, there's definitely an underworld kind of uh, mm-hmm. area. And that's actually the most interesting mechanically, I think, because you basically, I don't know the word for it. So I'm going to make a lot of gestures that'll be great radio. <laughs> but you know, the, when you were young, if you had a 3D sort of little cube puzzle, like a physical cube puzzle where mm-hmm. you, there was a ball that you had to sort of make it drop a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, through little obstacle areas. I'm yeah. sure there's a word for it. I'm sure there's a term for it. But it's like, yeah, it's like a maze sort of thing. Yeah, right? it's just basically yeah. like a little maze puzzle. Yeah. The entire underworld area, you're manipulating those in order to sort of make platforms move. And it's actually very complicated and very interesting and yeah. super satisfying when you you know sort of eventually get to the solution. So this was like 
pure brain candy for me. Awesome. So Moon Inn is great. I don't know. It released like during E3. So I have no idea if anybody, you know, took it very seriously or, or you know, paid attention to it. But it's definitely worth looking into. Sweet. That's that's really all I've played since E3. So. That's okay. <laughs> Games. Do you want to take a break? Yeah. Break. Video game. I let Nick have this seat because I'm a generous soul, but this is actually the best seat in the house for many reasons. Whoa. I was there yeah. last week. I'll tell you why. You know why this is the best seat? Because you're sitting in it? The reasons are threefold. What? One. <laughs> I thought it was quite simple. It's in the corner of a couch. Yeah. Yes, I know all the seats Just are in the corner thing? of a couch. Oh, nice. But wait, it's wait, the, begin these threefold reasons again. Well, <laughs> the, it's the it's these three facts coexisting is what makes it the best seat, not the the facts individually. No, I, I, it's the I sum understand of the, the concept of the of, argument here. Yeah. I'm in the corner of a couch, step 1. <laughs> step 2, I can see outwards into yeah. the windows, into the beyonds, into the trees, into the park. Fact 3, if a gunman were to come in that door, I'd be the last one to be killed. So I could, I'm out of the eye line. Like if you were doing a... Sure, a sweep. A sweep, a CQB. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I learned from all those Tom Clancy video games. Yeah, seriously. I would be fine. I wouldn't be fine, mm. but I would be like, (laughs) I'd have have a half a second. I'd have a half a second to be the master of my own destiny, and that's all I need. Yeah, you could stare at our (laughs) brains splattered everywhere, (laughs) you know? Yes. Ugh. Mm. Yeah, hold on, I need to put it on airplane mode. But I'm going to turn Wi-Fi on. Do the Rodkin. Wow. Do the Rodkin is my favorite dance. <laughs> it's just, it's kind of like a... Gross. It's just kind of you stand around. Just stand it. around and look this... Do you make this, a pig noise? Oh, God, if I could do the pig noise... Piggy noise? I, I would probably, if I could do the pig noise, I would f- try to, I would instantly hatch a plan to take Jake's chunk of Campo Santo for myself because I would no longer need him. <laughs> that's how he makes himself valuable. That's really here. all I like. I'm like, oh, it's, God, I gotta get rid of Rodkin. Oh, he does that big noise, though. <clears throat> I'm a little flunny. Don't know why. I'm overproducing saliva. That's not good. Video games. Well, you can text chips. Yeah. You save them to your camera roll and it looks like it saves as a still image, but then you can text it and it moves. What? Text- yeah, it's a thing. Jesus Christ. Christ. Yeah. Your mom is. I have no idea you can text shifts. This is important knowledge. Okay, well. Yeah, I use it. I'll put this knowledge I, I to friends, later. I have friends that I <laughs> right only now. communicate with with a, like a back catalog of saved gifs I have on my phone. <laughs> you are a gif collector. Yeah. You're one of those. I'm a sure. hoarder for sure, yeah. yeah. You should see my desktop. Do you have a folder? Do you have a folder? How, does that, how do you do that? Um, <clears throat> You really want to know? Yeah. <laughs> so I have, I have I have a system. I have, I save a lot of my camera roll on my phone Yeah. as I find them and then I clear them out, but then they end up going usually into my like Dropbox from there. Yeah. And then I have uh, a section on the left part of my desktop that's just like a pile of ones that I find that I like. And I'm like, okay, I'll just hold on to these. And then I have some go-tos that live in my Dropbox in case I really like need them. Like, boom. <laughs> and then I delete a lot of them, but I keep a mental catalog of what I need. And then I have a few sites that I can... <laughs> Tracking down. I've it. noticed you follow some account, Twitter accounts too. I, I I I ended up on a like a GIF Twitter account profile page mm-hmm. today. Oh, nice! And it was like followed by Sean Vanaman. Oh, I know which one it was. <laughs> oh, really? What was it? It must have been the Ministry of GIFs. It was. Oh. It was that. Yeah. Yeah, but that's one of the greats. 
<laughs> You're a ministry follower, I see. Yeah. Excellent. He's well, one of the flock. I think yes. nobody knows who actually runs that account, but it's somebody who works at Twitter, and I think really? I know who it is. Really? Adam and I were talking about it, yeah, because Adam works there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're one of the few people in the world who could have that conversation. Well, I mean, there's That's such an inside baseball. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't really think about it because it's like, there's so many of those fuckers now. I, nobody really knows who runs the ministry of GIFs. So people think it's someone within Twitter. I gotta, I, I gotta lie. I gotta lead like, right what? here. What? <laughs> I might be wrong. The no, I, no, I'm not. It's nothing to do with whether you're right or wrong. <laughs> it's Fuck. the fact that you're even capable of speculating. Like the fact that it would occur to you to speculate about that is what cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> and then have the ability to like back up that speculation with informed kind of hypothesis. I mean, it's not that informed. Like it's it still cracks me up. <laughs> it's one, a beautiful what's one world of two people. <laughs> Toast them. Oh no. <laughs> the McElroy laugh. Fucking A. Oh. It's weird. It's like well, every Justin's time I hear most of that. Every time I oh, hear yeah. him oh, yeah. in that vine say that, I feel like we are closer friends. It's worth saying we are not friends. I've never met him. <laughs> and secondly, I care for him more. Like, it's like, oh. I feel like I'm going to hit an event horizon with Justin McElroy where I will just, like, invite him to, like, high holidays. <laughs> like, want to come meet my mom? Yeah. Just, just, <laughs> say toast them. <laughs> toast them. Toast them. It's so good. Uh, if I was feeling saltier, I would try to do the entire mid-roll mid as, as Justin McElroy. Oh my god, please do. <laughs> no, please. I don't have it in me today. Oh. Not today. Video games. We would like to thank our sponsor for the week, Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one platform. It makes it fast and really easy to create your own professional website or portfolio or even an online store. And for a free trial and 10% off, you can visit squarespace.com slash idle thumbs and enter the offer code thumbs at checkout. So yeah, I don't, they've been a sponsor for a while now. We like Squarespace a lot. We can totally like vouch for their service. If you need to make any professional looking website, it's just like a go-to easy one-stop shop for all of those things. Really straightforward. We have another uh, Idle Thumbs reader Squarespace portfolio up. We got a bunch <gasps> of these, but here's That's awesome. Here's nice. one chosen arbitrarily. Um, paulscottcanavan.com. Exactly how it sounds. paulscottcanavan.com. Uh, he is a concept art illustrator and he's got some really pretty stuff up on this squarespace site and i'm looking this is nice. at it this is really, really on pretty. He's my a talented cellular telephone it. like it's like uh and like, it just works like it looks really nice it's good anyway uh squarespace.com slash idle thumbs enter the offer code thumbs at checkout for a free trial and 10 percent off thank you squarespace Yay. I could draw like that. There's so many things I wish I could do. <laughs> like box? I can box. Wow. It's on now. Now that's the glove yeah, is seriously. Been... No, the, I the gloves are the glove. off. The gloves are on. They're gone, <laughs> They're on. Yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> rather. Uh, I can't box you. Why not? Because I can't punch you in the face because you're my friend. Oh. Well, I mean, that's a reasonable thing to say, I think. Because yeah. If I just, like, if you caught me and then I got mad and somehow, and I'm not saying this would happen because you'd probably block it or dodge or whatever, 
and uncorked and landed something on you, I would be done. I would couldn't. That would be it for me. No, I understand the instinct. You know, I've I've boxed with many beginners who are like, I don't I don't want to hit her. And also, also, there's <laughs> definitely an element which I understand of like, I don't want to hit a woman. Which no, I don't, I don't have no, that. No, I don't think that's a bad thing. Now, <laughs> now let you. me be clear. Not with me, right? You're made let me be iron. clear. That's not a bad instinct. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But you know, it's very much like the the more you do it, the more you get used to it. The more you get used to getting hit, the more you get used yeah, to dodging, you know, the more yeah, you get yeah. used to blocking. The more you kind of like just get into the flow of things and. I came you from know. like a, a family, at least my dad was, we we're both very into boxing. Nice. So like I've been around it and boxed here and there and a little bit in college and high school and stuff. And like, yeah. So I've been in the face. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't like it. No, it's not. But fine. like, you know, it's like, it's not so much. <laughs> yeah. Like it'd be so much easier to just beat the shit out of some guy. Cause I could be like, oh, he's a dick. Yeah, I don't know yeah. this guy. <laughs> I just write a story about him before we spar and I'm like, oh. You're mean to your girlfriend. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Like, it's it's weird. When I first started, I thought I'd, I'd bring more personal stuff into the ring. And I do into the boxing gym. Like, when I'm hitting the bag, I'm definitely picturing, like, mm-hmm. all the things I'm mad about in life. Yeah, sure. But when I'm actually in the ring with another person, all emotions are just right. drained from me. And I'm just, like, laser focused on, on just Don't get the hit. strategy. Hit Don't yeah. get yeah. hit. Hit him. There's an right. opportunity there. And that's... Like the most freeing and wonderful right, thing so you'd in my life. you'd play chess against somebody you hated. Yeah, you wouldn't just be like, yeah. I gotta fucking get that rook. You'd be exactly. like, yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot what it's like. I'm just yeah. saying, apparently a lot of people want us to hit each other on Twitter. Yeah, I know most I of who they are. I don't know why, And but... they're all ladies <laughs> who all secretly plot my demise. Not even secretly, publicly plot my open. demise. Yeah, it was an open <laughs> plot. Alice O'Connor just wants to look... She suplexed me on the deck. Oh, really? During the party. You guys weren't here for that? There's a good photo of I it. I missed this. I think yeah. I saw the aftermath of this, but I didn't, I wasn't aware of it. Yeah, it's up. on Twitter somewhere. Oh, yeah. I completely missed it. So you'd be this. the second, like, video game writer Lady. to just kick the shit out of me. <laughs> oh. That's well, <sighs> fine. I, I fight fair, so, you know, I would be, that. You know what? I would be totally content with, like, a good draw. Yeah. That would be perfect. If I don't get embarrassed and I don't have to hurt you perfect <laughs> like i feel perfect. the same way Sean. perfect just a trickle of blood <laughs> from my nostril and a trickle of blood from your nostril <laughs> and it, it would be really special if it was like my right and your left so it would be very really symbiotic nice. Like, nice. yeah just a little bit of, we would just hug a little bit of blood. and we just yeah and, the, and then it, we would have dual streams yeah oh, it would be Honestly. so lovely <laughs> really intense such a cool. great moment cool, guys yeah <laughs> cool what's funny is we would walk out of the gym and she'd be like oh it was so great so invigorating bye sean high five go around the corner and i would just collapse because my spleen <laughs> would be ruptured but i would just be trying to hold it in the whole time i would run back home briskly. yeah like oh i didn't run enough. i got another great. seven miles of me today so great the city is seven miles she would just find a secret three other miles oh, super to get fun home. Yeah, yeah i go around in the presidio sometimes and oh, do loops it's good it's good stuff it must be nice. It's really great. Uh, anyway, are we back? It sounds like we're back. <laughs> I guess so. We are back. It and on your recommend, back. Chris, I follow you on Twitter. I don't know if you know that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm one of your few followers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, oh thanks, Sean. Yeah. Well, you recommended a game called Capsule a while I back, did. and I've been playing it. Capsule I started playing cool. it today. It's by Adam Saltzman, who made, oh, yeah. um, uh, uh, most famously, I guess, Cannabalt. And also a bunch of other shit that I'm completely blanking on right now. Um, you said most famous. Adam Atomic. Uh, Gravity Hook, I think he made, which I liked a lot. Um, this is this is disgraceful that I can't think of more of his games. <laughs> this is pretty disgraceful. 
He's made a ton of games. Um, this is a good one of them. It's really good. This is the opposite end of the Star Citizen spectrum. This game was like three or oh, yeah, five dollars. Yeah. And <laughs> you're about to sneeze Bless and be, the face you were making before you sneezed <laughs> was hilarious because you were just like, yes. And you were nodding like you or you, know you know, the best thing about where I sit in this office is so I am I am a, a photic sneezer, which means that sunlight induces sneezing. Oh, you sit underneath the Whoa. skylight. Yeah, I sit underneath the skylight. So if I ever need to get that good like sneeze catharsis, I can kind of just look up if I if I even have the hint the tiniest hint of a sneeze coming yeah. out. I just look up into the and skylight, there it is. and I have to like coax it out a little. It's not mm-hmm. just like it doesn't just happen. You have to right. kind of like yeah. encourage it. Looking. It plants the seed of a sneeze. It plants though. a seed of a sneeze, and I can kind yeah. of like I can tend that seed, and it sprouts, <laughs> and then and this then is so beautiful. it's really so that is really oh, beautiful. You should write a poem. Yeah, yeah. It's a very poetic sneeze. I know. Story. I only noticed that today. <laughs> I noticed that today that if I look up from where I'm sitting, I'm looking into sunlight, and I can induce a sneeze. If the, you know, if the circumstances if are it, right. If it all right. works out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunny day, Petrero. Yeah, and yeah. if I got a tingle, it's just the best. <laughs> That's awesome. I like that positive <laughs> like, can-do attitude. Because, well, you know, when you start to, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. start to come on and then it goes away and it's, like, disappointing. That's, there's nothing. That's, like, yeah, one of the most the unsatisfying things exactly. in the yeah. world. You yeah. want, you want that, out. like, explosion. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything you just said is true, <laughs> which I think is worth pointing yeah, out. Thanks. Despite whether it needs to be said or not. It's a factual I needed to say statement. It. Yeah, no, you know? I agree. There might be a difference between what needs to be said and what I need to say. Right. But I perceive no such distinction. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Capsule's good. It's a good moment. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, how the fuck did... Um, Yes, Capsule. It's good. Capsule is, if you've ever played a game, if you've played Def Con, it's sort of in that same uh, it's realm. It's an AV. It's a totally different yeah, kind of it's game. It's a very different but game. But the audio-visual experience is similar. Lo-fi visual, but really carefully crafted. I mean, the whole game is really carefully crafted, but so much of the experience lives inside the, 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 the audio, audio, the audio mm, feedback nice. of the game. So, and like, also, like Def Con, it's very sterile. Like you're in a sterile environment. You're underwater, right? Ish, or you're in space. Are you? You don't really know. Oh. It feels I, my oh, brain when so I play after the you game. Talk about it. I want to talk about that. Yeah. After and, you talk about your experience, in my brain, I'm underwater, which is actually this is actually why I had trouble playing the game at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the way the game starts, it just shows it's you like a really basic 2D. tutorial, like left, right changes your rotation. Um, mm-hmm. on a two D capsule, in a, yeah. Okay. In a two D plane, you're and you fla- see yourself yeah. through like a rate, like a like an X Y coordinate, mm-hmm. like radar thing. So exactly. you can rotate. You know, imagine just a block on screen that can rotate 360 degrees, and then up down is your thrust and like which you can go forward or backwards. So it's okay. like, um, I mean, there's been like game like space games where you fly around in a 2d plane through asteroid fields and like this forever like since like sure, the yeah. apple II. um and you get sort of targeted destinations through really like lo-fi uh computer terminal connections and you just have to go there and discover an unknown thing there's like a hmm. ping out in the middle out in the abyss um or in the mall or whatever and then as you go there you run out of oxygen and you also can run out of fuel or energy for your craft. I think I've actually 
played this, but it was oh, yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, this so this was like floating around a year ago. This was okay, floating okay, around like okay. a year yeah. ago, but now it's been. What it didn't it wasn't sold up until recently, though, right? I, Wasn't it like in the IGF or something? I maybe? can't remember how I played. You know what must have been in the IGF? That yeah. must have been where I played yeah. it. Yeah. So it's the sound of your own breathing, or this, the sound of your own, I shouldn't say breathing, but like con- consumption of oxygen <laughs> is always in your head, as is um, sort of near ambience maybe, maybe it wasn't of things idea. that you're encountering, of things you're encountering, uh, the sort of radio feedback slash like signal of your destination as you get closer to it. And in the bottom left corner, you have your bearing between zero degrees and 360 degrees and how far you, away you are from your target. Oh, wait. Sorry. I'm sorry. I got to interrupt real quick. Mm-hmm. This was one of the Venus Patrol reward games. Oh. Boom. That's yeah. Where, that's okay. Gun how gods I, that's and how I played it. and a couple yes. others. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That's exactly okay. right. So Man, good. that sucks because I've had this game then for a year and didn't <laughs> play it. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> and Please I bought it. And <laughs> <laughs> I bought it. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, of course. No, it's totally worth it. I would. This is one of those games that I will probably end up buying five or six copies of, as I remember to, yeah. and then just like yeah. fire them out of a t-shirt cannon to yeah, my friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then when you get to a like a base or some sort of like docking station, you usually find a bunch of missives that lead to some sort of mystery of what's happened out here in the in the, the wherever in the wherever the, the maw. I yeah. think is probably a decent way of the. Uh, there's a game called that, but um. In the void, yeah, sure. Mm. And it's awesome. It's nice. just the panic you feel of moving through. Like, and as you move through 2D space, you can collect air. There's air pockets that you can enter and get oxygen. And then there's like these ion collections that um, allow you to get energy for your ship. But you don't know. They're all floating around as sort of like just dots on the screen. Okay. Or like little orbs. And you don't know what it is until you ping. You have sort of like an echo locator, like boom, that comes out from the middle of your of your capsule. And then when it washes over the item or the thing that's floating in space, uh, it'll tell you what it is. And you can only use that. It with it has a, a small cooldown. So as you're flying, you're sort of like pinging out into the the whatever the <laughs> void. <Yeah. laughs> but it does. I mean. To get to the point of where the game takes place, the thing that's brilliant about it is that it doesn't tell you where it is, so your immediate gut assumptions based on your unique wiring as a person becomes the setting, and it's perfect, and it's exactly where you want that's it to awesome. be. Yeah. So like, this game is definitely, and I feel like it's actually spoiling it for you, the reader, by saying it, Like, but this game is definitely underwater for me. It just feels like I am... Maybe not even under our ocean, but I am just in liquid. Some kind of fluid space. Like the, I, yeah. And I think it's because I'm running out of oxygen, the concept of like being able to get... So that was actually really challenging for me at the beginning of the game. As it says, at 600 meters, at ten deg- at a bearing of 10 degrees, there's a, a signal. We need you to go check it out. So I'm starting at some hundred meters or whatever, and the game starts... And I think I'm at 600 meters, but then I have to fly away to get oxygen, and then I get kind of lost, and now I'm, like, at 700 meters. So I'm like, oh, I'm really close. Because I'm thinking that, like, the object I'm looking for, my brain map of this space, is the ocean. So at zero meters, I'm like, <gasps> I can get oxygen. I could go all the way up oh, to zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay? Nope. <laughs> so, my, but my target is at 600. When I'm actually, what the number means, I'm 600 meters or kilometers or miles or whatever the fuck away from this thing. I think it is meters. 
not, I don't remember offhand. It's been a while. Since yeah. I've so that's some, another thing that leads me to think that I'm underwater because I'm going not a very far distance in this tiny capsule. Um, but it's probably not that whatever. I think it's probably M, which could be miles. It could be whatever a made up thing. But literally I was like, up. literally couldn't find the first target because I was like, <laughs> I can't go to zero because that's the top of the ocean. I need to say it's 600, but at this degree, so I'm just going to try to just coast at 600 like left to right until I find it, which is an impossible task in this game. Like it's yeah. not a concept. The game is not about depth. It's about distance away from you. So when you think of that, like what does that number mean relative to whatever it's being measured from? It's from you, not from the surface or whatever, <laughs> or the core or the whatever. The arbitrary place. Yeah. 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 So I was like, I died like 15 times and it was oh, I am no. in Chris. Like, how do you do this? <laughs> like, it should be obvious. I don't know. And it yeah. is. I never had that. I, it's so yeah. interesting that you had that, that that was your initial assumption because I remember playing the game. I started playing the game and played it for a little while before I had, for some reason, my order of mental operations was to like get a handle on the game mechanically before I even started to try, before it even occurred to me, where actually am I? Oh, that's kind and of fascinating. I, I, yeah. And I, I completed the entire game, which I loved. I loved this game. And, um, I beat the whole game and then I sent an email to Adam Saltzman because he had emailed me. I remember now he'd emailed me to send me a copy of this game. Oh, nice. Um, which is how, which is why I play. I was also a Venus Patrol backer, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and when I finished it, I emailed him back and I'm like, okay, one, this was awesome. And, uh, I, re- well, well, okay. Separately, before I talk about this conversation, I was like sh- quickly, my, a thing I liked about this game was that it split the difference between a kind of score-driven gameplay-style game, which is a thing that he's worked on a lot before, mm-hmm. like Gravity Hook, Cannibal, games like that. Like there's um, a story to Cannibal, but it's you're just trying to get a high score. It's a premise. Yeah. Yeah. It's know, a like premise. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Whereas, whereas um, Capsule, it does a thing kind of that I think games like Cart Life do, whereas it takes a very gamey game style of core gameplay and then wraps it in like a meaningful... Um, fictional layer that actually synthesizes with the style of game mm-hmm. that it mm-hmm. is, as yeah. opposed to a, you know, as opposed to a game that is like a cutscene in between unrelated gameplay. And the right. cutscenes right. could have been in between any kind of gameplay, and it wouldn't change right. what the story is, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. these kinds of games, which I, which is something I hugely appreciate, um, the theme of this game and this kind of story it is like the sort of white knuckle, like just barely survive thing makes t- perfect sense mm-hmm. in like a, a ga- in a kind of game that you would typically associate with like arcadey score yeah. driven yeah. gameplay. So that was, I, I, that it was awesome. And I, I think that's such a great, um, the game is rife with, with moments where you see the thing you're supposed to get to <sighs> and you're looking and your oxygen is just danger, danger, oh, danger. Yeah, and yeah. You hear yourself like, <gasps> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You hear you're like oh, fuck, 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 and then you get within like uh, an inch of screen space and just yeah. like flatline <laughs> floating into the yeah, hell, beyond. <laughs> and you're like, God damn it! But there, you also have amazing saves at times too, that, right. are, that are incredible. You know, right? Um, so anyway, I like I actually just asked him in an email where it takes place because I felt like the two obvious conjectures are in space and deep, and then in deep sea. Those are the two. Mm-hmm. Those are like the most. I postulated like. Um, Antarctica or some other like completely inhospitable like lifeless terrestrial sort of, yeah. space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he replied, um, he said the, the ambiguity is okay. I hope it's okay. I'm sure he thinks it's okay that I'm reading this. There's no personal anything in this, in this reply. Um, yeah. he says the ambiguity is 100% intentional. Whoa, am I in the ocean or what's going on here? What was that? 
is so much more interesting to me than, ah, I'm underwater, especially when the really salient thing for me was just to put the player in a hostile environment. Anyway, I've never heard of anyone actually identifying the setting as what I still believe to be the only real or possible scenario. Antarctica is closer to the mark than outer space or deep sea, though. There are clues in the game, I think, but they're not so much written out narrative clues as a deduction you'd have to make eventually if you assume that the terminal itself is, for all intents and purposes, a reasonable and non-reductive piece of radar equipment. Um, and then he he alludes to, like, interactions between aggressive entities in the game and mm-hmm. stuff, which is, like, Whoa. Uh, which is cool. Yeah, it's nuts bef- when you first, you're floating through whatever, this the space, I'll it's say, just, yeah. getting to where you're going. And then you see a thing that's like a slightly bigger circle than normal, and it comes after you. And you're like, fuck me! <laughs> yeah, it's so affecting. Literally, circles and squares. Like, yeah, oh, it's terrifying. On oh, space, awesome. Like, yeah. on a yeah. 2D plane. And it's fucking horrifying when that yeah. thing comes after you. It does feel like like this is a game that was made by somebody who probably saw the thing once. Yeah, it feels... It, <laughs> awesome. Yes, yeah. Totally yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why... That was one of the reasons... Right, why you like, run up I jumped to that. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. I, one of the things I thought was... Re- that really, like, struck me about that email response was that as the author of this game, to him, there's, like... Yeah, I feel like there's probably one, like, plausible setting for this. And I love that to him, it's not, like, the thing that I designed it as. Right. It's like, yeah, I was going for a certain vibe... And the thing necessary to create this vibe, like there's probably like one basically realistic right. explanation for what this is. He had to like, be reductive in his creation, exactly. Yeah, 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 as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 which that's is really, really cool. Which is, I, I think that's. I don't know if I am even capable of thinking that way as like someone who makes things, and so I respect it even yeah. more. I love <laughs> I the, like oh. that's such an awesome way to be as yeah. a designer. Um, yeah, that's a really. I, I, I'm always in awe of that sort of thing. Like someone who is who is sort of because that's a confident that yeah, requires confidence. Exactly. The, like there's there's so much confidence there, and there's so much like faith in your own creation to mm-hmm. to be able to say that sort of thing. That it's just like yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, my game probably has a place. But, you know, <laughs> who knows what yeah, it is? No, totally. I don't know. There's something really, really mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. fucking awesome. About and I, I haven't. But well, got- you also can get away with that with a game where like, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, you make a game like this because not because you want to get rich because you want to make a good game. Like mm-hmm. it's not like if it lands, amazing. And obviously, like his yeah. games can land. It's we very, know that. Yeah, you it's, know, it's totally. It's very. It's it, it reminds me of like Thirty Flights of Loving in that respect, which right. was made because Idle Thumbs did a Kickstarter. Right. Right. Like obviously. Oh, did he, is this? He made this for the Venus Patrol Kickstarter. Yeah. Did he make I don't it know for he the Kickstarter. For, I, I don't really know, but yeah, that's, I don't know about that that's how it was originally released. Yeah. So it obviously wasn't a game that he was expecting to make him rich. Right. Right. Um. He didn't make it. I'm going to give it to everybody who would want it as a a commercial concern, (laughs) right? right? Like it was something he wanted to obviously just make because he thought it was cool. Yeah. Sort of thing. I'm probably about halfway halfway done with it too. It must have had like a year exclusivity or something because it's it only just now came out on Steam. Yeah, like a month ago. But it is like three dollars. But it's not expensive. Yeah, it's like five. I think it's five. Five. The Steam summer sale is going on, so it's probably discounted. But yeah. Oh, if when you're in there, just. Buying, you know, going supermarket sweeps on the Steam get summer that sale. One. Get this one. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. it yeah, one of And I haven't, I haven't, I haven't dug back into it to really like parse through all the terminal stuff and everything. But yeah. it's been long enough since I played What's it. Funny that is maybe that I've terminal stuff. Me. When it started, when the story started inside these messages, I wasn't really into it. Sure. And then it just got good. Like I don't know how else to describe it. There was just a message. Where like, oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is well written. This is I, good. I'm into this. <laughs> like, oh yeah. yeah. Like I don't know how else to describe the moment. But I was probably three terminals in, and I had already sort of had the second one. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. But then sure. the third one hit, and I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> Thank you. For, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? It I feels know. like the, that's a style of game that's particularly awesome because it feels like it's mechanically sound as well mm-hmm. as, as sort of... It, it feels like to me there are so many games I will completely excuse like not being the most interesting game mechanically oh, if it has sure. a cool story if i'm discovering yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing uh-huh. you know that sort of thing and it sounds like this is really like it's kind of got both going well, on. well that's yeah yeah that's something that i've i increasingly appreciate more and more and actually it's starting to make me less tolerant in the other direction you yeah, know what i mean same. like For sure. i would rather i would honestly rather have a developer be less ambitious in an area they don't care about that they clearly don't care about sure. that much yeah rather than try and include it because it's what this genre does or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I, I really am just at this point I've played probably like if I look at my entire game playing life, I've played a lot of games from basically every single viable genre. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like pretty much, you know, accepting the most extreme of like Grognardian war games and stuff, right? <laughs> like sure. ex- except yeah. for the stuff really on the fringes. I've played a lot of like, every major genre and most of the minor genres and i don't really need like i really don't need more of just all mediocre yeah yeah it's something that's not you know like hitting something do the things that your game is actually going to be really good at and just downplay the other stuff because it's fucking it's also just expensive to make all that shit like why even bother i know obviously if you're operating at the triple a level that's those decisions are often out of your control so like what are you going to do i guess but that's one of the reasons smaller games are great because yeah. you can choose to just say, fuck it. These are the things I care about. These are the things I'm good at. Or Here's what the game actually at. is. Here's what the player experience yeah. should be. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And like all those parts are important to all the other parts. Yes. You know, none of them is just there because it is They're all there because they're, su- they're supporting each other. I played a game recently that, that really kind of hits this, yeah. but in an interesting way, in a very interesting way. And mm-hmm. I, so it was a game called Murdered Soul Suspect. I don't know if I. Oh man, this is a contentious it. game. It's some a people very hate contentious. Th- game. Some people hate this game. Yeah, a lot. Most not, people hate this. I game. have not played it. I really enjoyed it because it's a an awesome sort of ghost story. Okay, but I'll, I'll be fully. <laughs> yeah. I'll be fully honest here. I, I'm a, just a horror dork. I mm-hmm. love like a good ghost story. You know, a ghost story that that's more about you know the fiction of that person's life and sort of the idea of like, you know, you're, you're going through whatever your mm-hmm. unfinished business is and mm-hmm. to cross over to the next world. Like I, something about that, that mysticism really appeals to me much more than like a jump scare or, you know, whatever, yeah, yeah, totally. that kind of bullshit. So this was like a, a game that took its, it's slightly cheesy, but very earnest ghost story completely seriously. And it had sort of a, a cool LA noir. Um, I know cool in LA noir in the same you- sentence. Detective, <laughs> Fiction, and you were a detective. You were a detective in life, and then you basically like a ghost detective in this game. Yeah. You are definitely as hell. definitely Cheesy. a ghost detective. Yes, you are. There's definitely with a fedora. How many? There's a fedora. He Seven wears a bullet fedora. holes through his torso with exactly. light coming through them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you can get on board with that sort of stuff, I'm on board. This game was moment. a lot of fun, but it had this weird, stupid stealth action mechanic that came about every time you sort of solved a big mystery, you know. So I feel like I have to... It's not out on PC Already, yet. if you're saying that, I feel like I have to challenge oh, your inclusion in this game, of this game oh, in the I'm ranks saying it's, of the... I'm saying it's it's an offender. 
I'm saying oh, it's oh, an offender oh, in this way, but it's still oh. a worthwhile. I okay, feel like a worthwhile game. That's totally game. fine. I thought yeah. you were introducing this game as oh, an no. example of the like holistically <laughs> no. complete. Like, <laughs> no, no, this is like a, a an offender oh, that I that oh, I found fine. worthwhile. I have that's fine yeah. too. Yeah. I don't mean to suggest that no, I like okay. you know won't, don't play games that are like no. a noble failure is still or yeah. or a noble pseudo like somewhat failure is still right. often really interesting. This was a game. I think I gave it a seven out of yeah. ten, and I most, saw, I, most I, sites were like yes, four re- or five. I read your review. Something. That's why I was skeptical okay. when I, mean, I misinterpreted you of as what you oh, were saying because yeah. I'm like, wait a second, you gave this game a seven, which is nothing. Seven is actually very high. No, no, I realize that you gave it the highest score. By the way, yeah, I know you gave it. No, she didn't. She didn't look. Right now. I, I mean, I'm not looking at the Metacritic. Game, I'm looking right? at the review scores on. Wikipedia. It was myself and Susan Arendt gave it an 89, according to Metacritic. Um, well, I mean, no offense to Gamespeed. You know. <laughs> Susan Arendt and Joystick also liked it. Gave it like a three out of five or whatever. Gave it a three and a half. Three and a half out of five. Yeah, you guys so, both gave it sevens. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she felt exactly the same way I did. I don't mean to speak for her, but like in her review, she kind of called out the same exact thing. Like, you know, this was a game about story, about atmosphere, about detail and about mm-hmm. sort of even if it's earnest and a little cheesy like it, it very much it, it hit all the right notes for a good ghost story basically sure and it was fun to be a ghost and it was fun to sort of poltergeist objects yeah then you can walk through up. walls oh yes it's how's fun. the romance it's story? fun to be a ghost it's it's not a central part of the game That's actually but it there's a lot of like if you're into that you can find these little hints mm-hmm. and things and actually one of the coolest parts of the game and it's you know not exactly central to the game you can find objects in the houses and in the buildings and so on and so forth. If you find all the objects to a certain case or story, mm-hmm. you get this little radio drama that's just a little oh, ghost story. Like I like actual like produce radio yeah. dramas in games. Exactly. And and it was like all this love was put into it, all this all this attention to detail was put into it. And I kind of loved it, even mm-hmm. despite this sort totally. of like shitty yeah. stealth mechanic that yeah. they sort of threw in and everything. So I guess what I'm saying is it's fun to be a ghost. That's nobody nobody has questioned no one, that. yeah no one would contest in that. conclusion yeah. yeah i mean that's why i love I, I was kind of shocked though to be honest <laughs> when it didn't review all that well almost anywhere yeah but i'm looking at these like synopses of these reviews on metacritic and a lot of them say like pretty much all of these excerpts that are not just complete pans <laughs> say things like what you're saying where it's yeah. like the, the word interesting appears in almost every single one of these review synopses which is almost the kiss of death in at AAA or not AAA, but it, this was a higher budget game like for a sure. Disc, yeah. A game that you go at this a yeah. disc in this day game. and age, right? Yeah. Like a game that you actually yeah. go to GameSpot and buy on a disc. Yeah. That mean that is like a class of game still. We had a producer, like, we had a producer like on the Walking Dead, five million and up kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you know? We had a producer on the Walking Dead who I really like a lot. Good guy. And every time I <clears throat> pitched something I wanted to do or was going to do that he was not on board with, it was always. Interesting. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Interesting. Kiss of death. Interesting. And, and I was like, okay. All right. You don't know what's you know the ridiculous thing about game reviews? Just look scrolling through these Metacritic. Well, there's a million there's things that are ridiculous about yeah. game reviews. <laughs> Hold your tongue, and sir. Once you, once you start talking about review scores, it becomes even more ludicrous and oh, idiotic. Yeah. But this is one of the things. So you gave that game a 70. A lot of other people also gave it a 70, according to Metacritic. Everyone who gave it a 70 says, this game has great ideas. Like, it's a minor achievement. It's too bad the production is not more refined. Like... It's not perfect, but it's a mystery worth solving. Like, all of the 70s are that, right? It's, like, basically yeah. the sentiment you're communicating. Yeah, yeah. All of the 60s are, like, this game just misses the mark. Just oh, generally uh, underwhelming. Um, like, never hooked me. That's the biggest problem. This game's as troubled as its protagonist. So many problems. That's the, that's the split. 
between sixty and seventy. There's an entire like yeah. across oh this God. entire scale. Like somehow there's a line right yeah. there that when you cross it, it goes from being like, yeah, you know, give this a shot, That's some good stuff, like, really yeah. good, all to like, ugh, re- unacceptable piece of crap. Sixty, yeah, yeah. It, it's really- which I guess is kind of like how grades are right like a d versus a c that's kind of but, that's but that seems nonsense real. i know I, mean, I agree we've had this big but conversation I, I agree yeah. i agree it's total nonsense because these scores yes for a lot of reasons i'm not going to rehash why but like sure, it's yeah. just reading through them it makes it even more ludicrous to just see that like invisible line being crossed yeah. and suddenly this like this this very minor difference compared to a hundred point scale this fairly minor you know difference in score um <laughs> it's, it's really yeah just becomes <laughs> what uh, just a good i'm reading a review there's just a really nice this i'm reading the like the, the pull quotes and then the like whatever the sentences underneath the photos the captions i'm just soul-sucking demons are genuinely fri- genuinely frightening <laughs> <laughs> ign good yeah good they are <laughs> soul-sucking demons are genuinely frightening yeah they're, Facts. they're the part of the game that sucks they're the self crappy action section, or the the Dementors. They look like the Harry Potter and Dementors. They do look like Harry Potter's A Dementors, lot. but they're kind of only red. they're orange instead of yeah, they're orangey yeah. red instead of black mm-hmm. and cloaked. Yeah. Hey, anyway, that game's kind of fun. Uh, don't listen to all these these people. Keep the haters out. Yeah, keep the haters <laughs> out. Play Murdered Soul Suspect. It's just it would the have been a, a, a much better a game without we that. We should point out it's sort of. Hmm? The, the name is itself a pun. Oh yeah, it, it's a little cheesy. Like, there's Murder, no question. This is this suspect. is like a oh, like soul, as in like yes. singular. This is very much like a dime store detective novel with a a good, robust kind of old school ghost story. That's what this is, and that appeals to me on so many levels. So I was already <laughs> predisposed to sort of like this dorky shit. Yeah, but that's fair. Yeah. Hey, I thought it was good. Hey, Christopher. Yeah. Did any of the delightful, lovely, good-looking readers send us an email? <laughs> uh, yeah, they did. Hold on a sec. Loads. <laughs> Excellent. God, someone... I was trying to find this, and I'm not going to find it in time. Someone <laughs> sent us a picture of, like, the Assassin's Creed, whatever the n- new one uh, is. Unity. Assassin's uh, Creed Unity. Maybe, yes. maybe, Or maybe it was the one before that's already... I don't even know. There's a million of those now. Someone sent me a screenshot of, like, a, a, pro, a promotional you know, key art picture of an Assassin's Creed game with like, uh, it was like spectacular IGN.com. And then underneath it was like, espectacular, like IGN.com. <laughs> under that, under that glorioso IGN.com. And it was just this all the all translations, like all attributed to IGN just, just in a row, just four different languages oh, in a row. And wow. it fucking cracked me up. That's so good. Yeah. It was really good. Very nice. Or was it like IGN Espanol? No, IGN? they all they just, just said IGN. IGN. It was the best. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so good. That's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's find some reader mail here. Oh, man. There was a movement on Twitter that you should say the it's. He didn't, though. That I should? No, that Danielle Oh, that Danielle should. should say the it's. Yeah. I was just continuing, you know, the trend of, of saying one's name. That's yeah. Well, name. you did good. Yeah, that was fine. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I'm like Watson. I'm glad I pronounced my name I don't think I've ever said the it's. Me. We'll get you next time. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's to go around. Um, yeah, it's for everybody. It's it. We have a bunch of email that I haven't sorted yet here, but there's one really quickly. Or, well, actually, this is not quick. This is incredibly long. I can like um, read one while someone else scrolls. Well, they, the problem is they're just not. I, I didn't sort them in advance this week, so they're not. See. We usually filter them into like a to read folder, right? But um, now, 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Paul. Okay. Here's one. Paul Hoey says, "Hey, thumbs. Listening to the latest podcast and Chris is talking talking about the complex controls of Star Citizen. It reminded me of an interview with uh, Ken Levine or someone else who worked on a Deus Ex or System Shock complexity game." About GTA 3, where he mentioned how he was amazed when he was playing GTA 3 for the first time. I think this is Ken. I think I've heard him talk about this before. To steal a car, all he had to do was press a single button. His guy walked to the car, opened the door, got in, and turned on the engine. He said if he was creating that feature, you'd have to walk to the door, press a button to open the door, press a button to get in, press a button to close the door, and then start the engine yourself. He was amazed at how simple this mechanic was when in, in this implementation. Uh, where do you think the line needs to be drawn between a complex immersive experience and ease of use for the player when it comes to controls? Do you think ease of use can impact gameplay too negatively, i.e. the trend of two guns to make weapon switching simpler on a gamepad? Paul. Well, for one thing, that trend as a – well, I don't know if, if as beneficial or harmful as a trend, but the game that introduced that uh, like or encouraged it heavily was Halo, and I think Halo does it brilliantly, which doesn't mean right. I think all games should do that, right. but – as an individual design choice for that game, I think it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I don't really believe in sort of like design by mantra of no, I don't either. Design for ease of use, design for simplicity, no, no, I design agree. like design the thing that makes the game feel the way you want it to yes, feel. Exactly. And in Halo, that's what you wanted. You were like mm-hmm. a your singular soldier surviving against every alien on a planet. And do I want this or do I want that? And when yeah, I don't choices, know, and I don't know what like the next gun reevaluation gonna, yeah. of those choices. Yeah. Is like really and like that's just that part game. of like the yeah. mental loop of that game is like, totally. where am I going? What do I have? What do I need? Where am I going? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Absolutely. Player experience. Yeah. So like designing for that seems much better, which um, is why GTA getting in a car is the way it is. Yes. It's just like, give me that fucking car. Here, here's yeah. the difference between the game. Okay. So here's, here's the way I would put it. It depends whether you're making a game about the act of doing something or if you're making a game about a person who is good at doing that thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're making a game about a guy who's good at carjacking, don't make you press all the buttons because then the guy's going to look like a fucking idiot. Right. If you're making <laughs> yeah. a game about the act of carja about like the actual like sensation of carjacking, which GTA is not at all. Right. Um, it's about the it's emotional feeling yeah. of like stealing a car. It's not about like the procedure of it. Right. Right. Then which would you- be a cool game, by the way, <laughs> just sort yeah. of like. Getting to the simulator. car, like how am I going to get in? <laughs> totally. and how am I going? Well, get that's in? like you know quadrilateral cowboy, right? Like if that's right. about uh, that's a, the, a game. That's not a game about like emotionally being a spy. That is a game right. about the procedure mm-hmm. of like executing a heist, right? You know that's what that game's about, and it's awesome, right? And like yeah. s- um, I uh, like a. a a um, space combat game actually kind of splits the difference there. Like it's kind of about that procedure. You know, that's why you have, you, it's got this like sort of shadow of the stuff, like divert power to shields, like select a target on my radar, like do all the things, but it's not really trying. It's not like Microsoft flight sim or Falcon 4.0. Right. It's sure. not really trying to do that, but it's also not rebel assault. Like it's not just an arcadey, like scroll yeah. around. Like right. it's, you know, and all three of those games are valid ways to design a game, at least in theory, um, because they're aiming like, Rebel Assault is like, feel like you're in the movie. Yeah, it's you a know? different experience. And then X-Wing yeah. is like, what if you were an X-Wing pilot? But that's not a real thing, so you can't really be that rigorous about it. And then Falcon 4.0 is like, what if you're actually flying one of these fuckers? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, it depends what it depends what you're going for. There's no one-size-fits-all, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if there is something to be said about the trend of oversimplifying games on just on a mechanical level that's been happening you know that's certainly something that's been happening in the sure. console space for the last i don't know yeah. seven eight well i mean years, it feels perhaps. like they're oversimplifying the individual mechanics but then piling on the individual mechanics to the point so where there's sure. a simple interaction to do 40 things, things. yeah <laughs> yeah that's absolutely true. you know what i mean and that's 
Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird that modern, a lot of modern console action games, you're not really doing like that many interesting things, but every fucking button on your controller is definitely spoken for. Yes. Right. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm like, if the actual thing I'm doing as a human here, like justifies the hilarious number of inputs mm-hmm. I have. Um, controllers are weird. They have so much more buttons than you'd think. They, they seem, you look at them and, well, no. I mean, if you're not a video gamer, you look at right. it and it would look It looks crazy. like an alien But, like, as thing. someone who yeah. plays a lot of games, like, controllers don't look intimidating at all. Right. But they got a, they have so many buttons in right. total of all the different ways you can input things, including clicking analog sticks and all mm-hmm. that shit. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, it's not simple. No. And obviously PC games can go bonkers in that regard. Um, 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 um. That's the new Idle Thumbs theme song for episode um, um, 200. Um, it's, 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 um, 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 it's. It's um, um, Lorem um, Ipsum. Um, 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 like, super like, like, um, 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 like. Oh, we're super. getting hammered recently on our likes. <gasps> I know, oh, that's no. why I was making fun of us. I was yeah, trying to yeah, co-opt yeah. the, yeah, yeah, the scorn. No. Like, super. It's just like super, Daniel. It's like a super awesome thing. This is the part that's going to get cut out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because I don't want to be on <laughs> record having figured. said this. <laughs> Kind of figured. Here, I'm gonna just put shades on a lobster. Did okay. we read Danielle? Did we read the email um, addressed to you about Metal Gear Solid Five? And thanks for bringing it up. Uh, or did we never get? Did I never read that to you? <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I'm sorry. I'm okay, I'm gonna blanking start a little bit on this. Tell but, me if I'm okay. If yeah. I'm completely blanked. You're welcome to use this email for any purpose. But please keep me anonymous. Hello, Danielle. I read this, but I don't think it was read on the podcast. Okay. Oh, okay. So go ahead. I'm writing to you about the segment on the Idle Thumbs podcast about 27 minutes that you covered the sexual assault scene in Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. You said there's little to no controversy and you were surprised to find fewer gamers angry about it. I just wanted to say thanks for bringing it up. Um, it's, it's been in a few threads on reddit.com slash r slash girlgamers and in Super Bunny Hop's critique of Metal Gear Solid 5 story. I guess I'm writing this because I'm dealing with my own troubles. Okay. And then this person describes a situation that I'm not going right. to like describe yeah. on the air yeah, here, but sure. like it was a trauma. That is relevant. Um, fast forward a few months. Um, I got the sense that the character's rape was Big Boss's means for revenge. Essentially, another woman put into a fridge. It was very awkward and hard to listen to. George from Super Bunny Hop also noticed how weird it was to hear something so traumatic ordered by a guy called Skullface. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's no doubt that... Sure, that's on a mispronunciation. Like, Skullface or something. Like Italian. Um... A lot of YouTube comments dismiss complaints saying, this is just what happens in war, and Kojima wanted to make a game that displays rape realistically. There's no doubt Kojima is a talented writer, but if this is what is intended, it did not work. Um, I'm troubled by those who would want to use rape in a video game so haphazardly. In my opinion, Kojima was negligent in using sexual assault in Metal Gear Solid V. If rape is ever featured in a video game respectfully, it wouldn't be in an action game or, or in a game like this. It might be something like Zoe Quinn's Depression Quest. It wouldn't focus on getting revenge, but on healing. Such a game would tackle issues such as rape culture, slut-slash-victim-blaming, and other forces. I guess this stuck an awful chord with me because it brings up the disparity between representation of sexual assault in media and in reality. I've been crying off and on these past few months. Only a few friends know, and some have have been victim-blaming or pressure me to press charges, which I don't feel comfortable with. I would feel my self-esteem implode randomly in the middle of a supermarket, and the thoughts would come back. It is very worrying. I would like to add that women who are assaulted have these issues compounded by societal pressures to blame women for rape. The real pain comes from the silence and the trauma afterwards, and I just don't feel comfortable with games that deal with rape as a man's quest for revenge. Those are my thoughts. I'm sorry if this is a bit much, but this whole thing comes with a lot of baggage for many people, including me. Thanks for giving it some attention. So, Yeah, I mean, I, the first thing I would say would be 
just thank you to that person for being brave and, you know, speaking about what happened to them. I mean, because that's, you know, insanely hard for a lot of people to do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just reiterating, I, I don't think rape is something that should be taken lightly in a game. I mean, always with the blanket statement, an artist can do whatever the hell they want to do. Sure. All art is valid in its own way, but that doesn't mean people can't speak out against yeah, it and say, yeah, yeah. this is in horrible taste. <laughs> Just like yeah. do it very well. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. sort of fucked it up. Yeah, that includes exactly. received criticism yeah. for the manner I mean, in which he does it. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, with, uh, the thing that also, you have all the, like, the baggage, and that's good baggage because, like, you're trying to sell a franchise video game, but, mm-hmm. like, you're bringing four other Metal Gears behind you. So, like... It's true. You, you know what I mean? Metal Gear Solid Five. Like, it comes with this, like, cheesy... Like, right. this is a crazy, wacky world where, right. like, guys hide in a box and it's yeah. goofy. Like, right. That is all part of the assumption when you start playing Metal Gear Solid Five. Exactly. Like, it's part of the whole mise-en-scene of the yes. fucking thing. And there's, <laughs> and there's just so much there that, you know, this, this wasn't just sort of like a... Not that there's any such thing as run-of-the-mill rape that doesn't exist, but this was sort of like a, a woman was raped such by a boy weird, at like gunpoint. Unusual, yes. Yeah, exactly. It, it was, had a it was level more of specificity aggressive. to it that yeah. I don't know. And, and the ending being about literally this woman has a bomb in her lady parts and like it needs to be ripped out with no anesthetic because Snake is the big hero and no anesthetic. It, it does feel like this weird revenge. That angry, is so fucking crazy exactly how does that get out of a conversation with another person like it's baffling that you don't walk out of the office at the end of the day and go there gonna be any consequences for the thing that are in this game like seriously hmm i don't know okay good like how like just a half a second yeah it's baffling to me yeah. yeah, I mean, I do wonder if it's <sighs> if it's somebody just trying to do the sort of like shock routine, you know, just like how how shocking can right. we be? How far can we right. go? Like, I want to yeah. push the boundaries, and it's like that's something I thought about when I was thirteen, but not you know when I was. Right. I don't know. I, I guess there's just a well, certain amount of responsibility. There is a there is know? like a. I feel like there's definitely a mentality, you know, before you reach a certain age, that things that are like transgressive or extreme are somehow inherently realer you know sure. you're like it's like yeah it's, it's like darker. gritty it's like reality yeah. you know like i like that's definitely i feel like that's an that is like a phase a lot of people go through and it definitely feels like a lot of video game developers maybe not as humans but definitely as people who make stuff yeah somehow still are tapping into that, that a little like, bit yeah. Into it. yeah 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 i do wonder if that's I, the reasoning yeah. usually but. not in such a weird way as this but like yeah. But in also in more mundane ways that still happens and like it's an odd it's an odd thing. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's I mean it's also it's you guys talked about the battlefield thing last week, Battlefield 4 like being about like urban combat. Oh, the like, Battlefield right hardline. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right next there to was the literally fact, there was a shooter. literally urban combat. Yeah. It was actually in Hollywood or whatever. Yeah. Uh it's so funny when the developer is sort of brought out into the light of day and has to talk about it cuz you see this like three frame panic of yeah, like absolutely oh man like that's that hyper insular place where this was conceived inside the walls of a, everyone who agrees with each other and now it's walking out into the light and i have to like defend it in its in reality yeah. you i don't know like i watched that interview actually twice because it was um arthur and uh justin yeah i think so yeah yeah 
We're interviewing whoever was speaking for Battlefield Hardline. And you see, it's like, again, it's like a core, it's like a beat, just half a second before you respond of like, well, (laughs) it's in (laughs) there where you see (laughs) this like times, like three year, like, like all come down to this one moment of like, oh, all the creative choices we made amongst each other and didn't fucking think about for half a second. Because we're actually making a game for the guy who's going to buy it for Best Buy, like the sales dude there, not right. like in for gamers. We're making it for the idea of a human being as opposed to humanity. Yeah. It's just so crazy because you see it happen gamer. for half a second in a person's face. But I don't know if you see it in Kojima's face. Kojima just goes into his fucking like he, capsule. He's actually, <laughs> he's actually so far removed from that that yeah. he's not thinking about that at all, you know, perhaps. I, God, Jake bumped into Kojima at the VGAs, and it was one of my favorite moments oh of all time. God. Oh, really? Literally physically I bumped into him. Kojima also that. rolls with a fucking posse. I'm sure, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And just, oh, it was just this moment where, like, J- it was not the moment happened. The only person who laughed about it was me because I saw it. <laughs> Jake bumps into Kojima and then in super hyper slow mo turns to me over his right shoulder and his face is just like, Kojima. <laughs> and he's just totally gaga gag. I'm like, it's all happening. It's all happening right now, finally. Oh my God. And that was it. And it was it. And I instantly snapped a photo of the back of Kojima's head oh, in Jake's yeah, yeah, face, yeah. just going, Bwah! You missed the perfect vine. Yeah. Oh. The greatest vine of all time, yeah. right yeah. there. Anyway, the G vote. If you too have reader mailer photos of Kojima, please send them to questions <laughs> at idlethumbs.net. Your own photos. I don't want Google image photos of Hideo Kojima. I can get those myself. Yeah, right. And if you want to help us out, you can go to podsurvey.com slash thumbs and fill out a short survey about who you are and what you like about or what your sort of like profile is, I guess, as a podcast listener and be entered into getting an Amazon gift card for a hundred dollars. It would help us just find people who we who can advertise for the podcast that suit our listenership. Also, also. If you haven't been to uh, the Idle Thumbs store in a minute, we are now, we were selling it before, but it's back. The Idle Thumbs complete pack where you can get uh, two shirts, stickers, and the Grickle shitty wizard prints uh, (laughs) for a deal uh, for a package price, I think of $75. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's at store.idlethumbs.net. Everything we have is in stock right now. A couple sizes maybe, but I think everything's in stock. Cool guys. Cool guys. I just, I can't help but think about what if, and I don't think yeah. this is true, but what if it, it happened to be that the Idle Thumbs listenership was like, you know, young mothers or something and you had to start doing diaper ads or something. We would love great. that. I, I would love no, 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 I think nothing it's great. more. I just, I just, the picture in my head yeah. of like three, you know, like yes. young dudes <laughs> no, my who don't is, have my children who are just is, like, yes, please. these huggies are the best huggies. Like, please, if you awesome. know someone who works in the marketing department at Huggies, please... <laughs> Refer them or, to or Pampers. Pamp- Let's or we'll, equal yeah. opportunity. We'll, we'll show yeah. for whoever, okay. whoever yeah. pays us more. Nature diapers. I don't know. Nature diapers. Whatever it says. <laughs> please, please, if you know someone at Nature diapers, it, it doesn't call exist. In that please favor. found please. Nature diapers. <laughs> nature diapers. New idle thumbs diaper. Yeah, it's pretty great. Register a website for it with Squarespace. You'll be set. <laughs> Good for life. Excellent. God, fingers crossed for nature dipes. <laughs> nature dipes all the way. <laughs> really saved it with nature dipes. Yeah, I'm sorry oh, about that. Video game.
Out um, itzed. Out itzed by the it. Yeah. Episode 164. By the mint. Mince it. Mince. You've been minced. Mince it. Oh, no. <laughs> Toast them. Oh, no. <laughs> Favorite fucking thing on the internet for like a year.